Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, we have another wonderful show in store for you today around a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. I'll introduce our guest that we have in studio today shortly. First, of course, how can we not start off with our quotes of the day from Abraham and from the universe? I know you guys love this stuff, so I, I can't not do our quotes. So let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Whatever it is you want, however you want to have it, no matter why you want to have it, you can have it faster if you can first be happy without it. Sneaky, clever, foxy, wry, the universe. <laughs> we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe reminding us that whatever it is that we desire, that we want, that when we're happy, when we're enthralled, when we're passionate, it actually comes to us so, so much faster. And, you know, as you guys know how I talk about this stuff, Having the things is really just an excuse to be happy. So the happier you are, the things come and they're kind of inconsequential. The point is, let's be more happy. Let's be more energetic. Let's be more uh, joyful. And whatever it is we want will come to us that much quicker. Ooh, already have some Facebook live stream viewers. Welcome, I yell it. I hope you're doing well out there in California. And now let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. There isn't anything anybody wants that is for any other reason than that they think they would feel better in having it. Abraham. Two short but like very uh, interconnected quotes from the universe and from Abraham today. And Abraham kind of reminding us that the whole reason we want anything is because we feel like if we had it, it would just make us feel better. I mean, let's face it. Nobody wants something that's going to make them feel worse, right? I mean, you know, we all want things because we think it's going to make us feel good. So, you know, the whole reason we want more money, we want um, to travel, we want to have these experiences, we want to be with certain people, we want to have certain things, is because we feel that by having those things in our life that they just make us feel better. And what the universe and and Abraham kind of says this too all the time is, hey, look, it's great to have these desires. It's wonderful to say, yeah, I'd really want this. Um, But it's the feeling better is the whole point of it, right? I mean, we're always looking for things. And really, the only reason we ever desire anything is because we feel that when we would have this thing in our life, whatever it is, that it's just going to make us feel better. And the real trick behind it is it kind of works in reverse. The better we feel without yet having it, the quicker it comes to us. And and the reason why is because when we feel better, the resistance drops. And because the better we feel, the less we're focusing on the lack, on the fact that we don't have these things in our lives. Because actually, you know, we actually do have these things in our life, at least energetically. And so really, the more we focus on, you know, just feeling good, just imagining what it's going to be like when we do have the things and remember The mind cannot tell the difference between a situation that's vividly imagined and one that's real. So the more vividly we imagine having the very things that we think we want to make us feel better, makes us feel better, our brain can't tell the difference and then we start doing the things we need to do and and feeling the way we need to feel to have those things in our life and then they will show up guaranteed it's a law of the universe and if for any reason something is not showing up there is something energetic there is some resistance there is something behind that feeling that's holding you back from allowing it to come in and that's the whole point it's all about feeling good so we drop the resistance so to 
wonderful quotes of the day delivered fresh to my inbox this morning and very apropos for our guest today. And let me switch our uh, Facebook live stream. Yes, and there she is. You see, you guys are lucky today. She's in studio, so you don't have to look at me for the whole hour. (laughs) Uh, I'm very, very pleased to introduce to you Krista Mitchell. Krista is an ordained interfaith minister who has been on her own spiritual path and healing journey for over 20 years. She's a certified Reiki master teacher, advanced Akashic record practitioner, a hypnotherapist, path past life regressionist and has been training in breakthrough shadow coaching at the Ford Institute. Wow. For transformational training founded by Debbie Ford. Krista's work with crystals grew from a fascination with the energy of the natural world. Her crystal therapy system grew organically from years of in-person professional healing work, as well as from her own healing experience and her ability to connect with crystal energy and receive guidance, information, and messages has earned her the term the rock whisperer. Ooh, I love that. (laughs) Her first book, Change Your Energy, Healing Crystals for Health, Wealth, Love, and Look is available online and at Barnes and Nobles, Urban Outfitters, really? Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. And at spiritual bookstores throughout North America. Welcome, Krista. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm very happy to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. So, wow. I mean, you've studied with people like Doreen Virtue, Linda mm-hmm. Howe, Debbie Ford. I got to ask, like, uh, how did you get started with all this? Is this something that like from the time you were a little girl, you were like picking up little stones in the backyard and saying, mommy, mommy, look what these things can do. (laughs) Um, I always, yeah, I definitely had a fascination with uh, nature when I was Mm -hmm. very young. I was always out looking for fairies. I was finding Uh, special rocks. You know, I was looking for that four leaf clover, man. I needed that four leaf (laughs) clover. Um, So I was always very much into the magical. I was always was very um, <clears throat> open and aware of it. Mm-hmm. I was seeing energy right from when I was a child, but I didn't understand what it was. I just thought mm-hmm. my eyes were tired. I thought everyone was seeing that stuff. Um, so it wasn't until years later when I got into this work, and it was actually Susan Lander who said to me uh, one day, oh, I've started seeing energy, and it looks like this. And I've been like, I've been seeing that since I was a kid. <laughs> um, so it's, yeah, it's always been a part of my my life. I was always into the mystical. You know, mm. I'd be 16 going into the occult bookshop, you know, uh, in town yes. with my friends. And, you know, opening up Scott Cunningham's books and, you know, all that stuff on earth magic. So I've always been on the path and it was it was it was a personal passion. I mean, if you had told me 15 years ago I'd be doing this for a living, I'd think you were crazy. I was going to be the next Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, (laughs) Ah, which which kind of brings me to my next question, which is. You, you know, you've only been doing this now for how long full time? About 10? Uh, I'm, I'm in my, I think, 11th year. 11th year. Yeah, so yeah. what got you to transition from what you were doing before? Which what were you doing before? Uh, I was an actress, actress, an actress bartender okay. in New York City. Ah, OK. Mm-hmm. So what got you to kind of transition from being an actress and, and bartender to doing healing work and working with crystals full time? Uh, straight up, honestly, my life fell apart. My life fell apart. Uh, which I was is in a lot of pain. The best thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was in a lot of pain, and um, I had been introduced to a spiritual healer, and I'd been working with her for a little bit as it was, and then mm-hmm. when everything fell apart, and I just started asking for guidance in terms of what should I be doing, what should I be doing, my Reiki one teacher all of a sudden mm. started referring clients to me, and I kept saying to God, "No, this is not what I want. I want a four hundred one k. I want a stay." income you know I I don't you know I've I've had enough of building you know whatever but um, I just kept being pulled by hook or by crook in that Mm, direction and kicking and screaming (laughs) yeah but you know at the same time it's it's what saved me yeah. It's what saved me. Yeah. It's what got me through. Um, um, who, who was your Reiki teacher? Uh, Michel Chevalier. Chevalier. I don't even know that yeah. he's teaching anymore. I think he retired soon after oh, that. Okay. But um, wow. yeah, so uh, I, you know, I was just really pulled into it. And as I said, it, 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 it just. It, it was what got me through that time, that and the love of my friends and, and my family. So do you remember the moment of when like you it kind of just dawned on you like, 
this is what I have to do now. Like, and and you just like drop the attachment to the other path you're on. Well, I mean, was it one moment or was it no. just something gradual? No, it, it wasn't time? one moment. I was actually resistant to it for a while. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was something I I felt pulled to do, and I loved it when mm-hmm. I was doing it. I felt home when mm-hmm. I was doing it. Um, um, but there was still, you know, there was a fair bit of fear, yeah, you know, of in course, terms of it as well. Is. And so I had to work through that. And it was actually a shaman who said to me one day, you know, you've just got to own this. You've got to mm-hmm. go into a grove of trees, and you've got to proclaim to the universe that you're a healer and this is what you're doing and so one day that's that's what I did yeah wow. and then after wow. that it was just this is who I am yeah w- w- once you did proclaim <laughs> it was there resistance from like the people around you I mean was there like like uh, we did you get a lot of grief from people who know you or were people fairly supportive of you making that shift people were supportive I've always been so lucky with the people in my oh, life like great. so so lucky like even to this day my mother swears that the crystals help her knees more than any of the pain meds <laughs> she gets from her doctor so so uh, it's actually oh. amazing how all my friends because I was always I was always that way like I was right. always spiritual I was always mystical so the right. fact that I started doing it for a living really wasn't a huge stretch for people. Ah, got it. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And um um so you started off with with Reiki, right? Which which I, a yes. lot of great people like that's usually their first thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I became a Reiki um, master practitioner and that was I mean, not the first modality, but one of the first modalities that I learned. Um uh, um, how did things like take you from Reiki to like other stuff? Did you just like hear of different teachers and they come to town and you go and study with them or like? I actually studied very little throughout oh, my whole uh, okay. my whole process and experience. It was always very organic and mm-hmm. and through the experience of things that I did and the results that I you know that I had. Um, in terms of crystals, I had a friend who introduced me to crystal therapy mm-hmm. while I was learning Reiki, and so we were guinea guinea pigging. Uh, Right back and forth on each other, and I was just blown away by the crystals' effects. And this was this was before you know everything kind of kerplunked. So when it did, and then I started using them for myself therapeutically, Mm -hmm. that's when I started to integrate them into my work, and then they just became everything. Okay, cool. Did you ever study with Micah Nelson? No. Oh, he's a great crystal healer. I have to introduce him to him sometime. He lives That'd down in great. Florida, though, but but he comes up north. I, we have then. mutual friends. Oh, I know of him okay. for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay. Um, we're going to take our first break of okay. the hour. Um, when we come back, let, let's... Uh, well, I do want to ask you just a little bit about the Akashic Record reading. Sure. And then uh, let, let's really get heavy duty into the crystal stuff, okay? Sounds good to me. Wonderful. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Krista Mitchell, Reverend Krista Mitchell, excuse me, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Oh, thank you for all the thumbs up. Uh, Jane, welcome to watching. I know we have a bunch of other viewers on the uh, Facebook live stream. 
Um, so we're talking this hour with Reverend Krista Mitchell, who is a, a healer and a a rock uh, crystal whisperer. <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, you, you got started with with uh, sort of all these different healing modalities. Um, I just want to ask you about the uh, Akashic Record uh, reading, just because I was I was talking with a woman recently who I've known for years, and she came to my spoon bending workshop. And and now and she was working for like the Economic Development Corporation here in New York, and now she's like left that, and she does Akashic record readings for oh, people wow. and doing all this stuff. From after coming to my workshop, I'm like totally blown away by it. So uh, I'm curious, uh, what was that like? How did you come across that uh, stuff? Uh, I just kept I just kept being drawn to it. You know, I okay. I just I keep receiving guidance, and if it's consistent enough and it becomes persistent enough, you know, mm-hmm. then then I I go with it. But I just I always had a fascination and felt drawn to it and uh, read the books. But then one day it was, she started offering online trainings, uh, Linda Howe, and, yeah. and it was just like, do it, do it, go, go, go. So uh, I did it and just, it just fit like a glove. It's just, I'm really in love with the work. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you do like a, a wide variety of things, but I guess you, you really love the crystal work more than any of the others. I really don't do a wide variety of things. I okay. mean, I've, I've had okay. a wide variety of, of experience, yeah. you know, um, and I've certainly integrated um, certain things. But but I, years and years ago when I first started, I got, um, I feel the best advice from my first spiritual teacher, which was, she said to me, you know, um, if, you, if you're really into crystals and if you're really into Reiki, then just be into the crystals and be into the Reiki and really master those uh, things. Because okay. she said to me, you know, the problem with a lot of new age and spiritual healers, they get into so many things. Yeah. And, yeah. and their energy is going in too many directions and right. they never truly master anything. Right. And that's always stayed with me. So now I'm just very much about the Akashic record work and the crystals and actually combining uh, oh. those two things. So I open the Akashic records of crystals and, and other things and um, really connect to them on that kind of divine level is, is mm. what I'm at now. But I, I like to keep <clears throat> my work and my energy focused so that I can really get into it deeply. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite crystal? <clears throat> I know that you probably say there's not one, but I have to <laughs> yeah, ask. It's, it's, it's absolutely not possible for yeah. me I, I could say well there's this one and then there's this one and then there's this one and then there's this one I mean I, I certainly um, have a great love for selenite because ah, it's just such an incredible clearing. powerful and multi-purpose crystal yes. um, so I, I could definitely I definitely can say I owe more I own more selenite than than ah, pretty okay. much anything else but okay. uh, yeah it all depends on what I need you know in the in time the yeah right. Mm-hmm. Right. so so somebody comes to see you for a crystal healing session. What does mm-hmm. that look like for somebody? Uh, well, what that looks like is I sit and I talk with them. Mm-hmm. I find out what it is that they're seeking to address. Mm-hmm. And while they're talking to me, I'm also reading and sensing their energy because mm-hmm. I can see lines of energy in people's bodies. So ah, kind of like okay. how in, in the matrix, you know, he saw lines of numbers and code, right. you know, I, I just see it as lines of energy, light, different colors and so on. So I'll be sensing and reading their energy while they're talking to me. So I'm getting kind of the full picture. And as all of that's happening, I start to see the crystals that they need. So when it's time for my client to get on the table, Mm -hmm. then I start placing the crystals on their body, clear Mm -hmm. their aura. You know, there might be some light, you know, hands-on Reiki work. Um, But that in essence is, is what, what it looks like. Yeah. Do the crystals talk to you? I know there's some crystal healers that they the crystals really talk to them. They hear it. Um, yeah, they really do. And I mean, it's telepathically. Like I'm, right, I'm not clairaudient, so it's okay. it's it's telepathically. But but yeah, they 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 absolutely do. They absolutely do. They have their own personalities. They have mm. their own spirits. They have their own consciousness, as well as as the collective, you know, right. consciousness of of crystals. So. Right, right, right. <clears throat> I find, and when I do my work with with my clients doing energy healing crystal work I find that even just uh, placing the crystals around them on the table and on them like they immediately start to say whoa I'm already feeling something Mm -hmm. that they really uh, amplify sort of what's happening uh, in in just different directions do you Mm -hmm. find that 
um, amplify? What, what do you mean in terms of the, the healing intention or what right, the client's feeling? Right. Like if I place um, some rose quartz uh, on the table around them, they'll immediately start to feel more soothing, more compassion for themselves, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because crystals are, they're they are constantly emitting energy, you mm-hmm. know, and it's in varying degrees. Some like are, are on the far end of the spectrum where, where they, they purely emit, right? Mm-hmm. Like citrine, blue kyanite. That's why they don't need to be cleared, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then you have some on the other end, like jet, for instance, that absorbs a lot. Malachite, right. that absorbs a lot. Yeah. Um, um, and then everywhere in between. But yeah, I I, I always made sure I had certain crystals near to where my clients would sit or near to where I was sitting so mm-hmm. that we'd immediately start to be affected by their vibration. Wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, are there certain crystals that you f- say are like just standard ones that like it's good for everybody to have around them? Yeah, I get it. You know, it's interesting because tonight I'm going to be at the Open Center doing a talk ah. on on building your crystal apothecary. Mm-hmm. And I get that question a lot, you know, when I'm doing press and I, I always like to keep it fairly uh, generic, you know, mm-hmm. and sort of straightforward because you never know who's going to be reading the article and what kind of experience they have, what they have access to. Um, But, you know, there are definitely some crystals. I mean, we mentioned rose quartz. I think everyone and their dog and their cat and their bird should have (laughs) rose quartz. You know, I mean, there's just not enough love energy in the world. Let's say like send some big chunks to some of the politicians of the world. And, you know, um, so I definitely think rose quartz is one that that people Mm -hmm. should have. Another one I I think is selenite, you know, and and that's not just for, its spiritual capabilities but also its energy clearing capabilities um it's it's i believe it's second only to an ice pack for pain and Uh, and swelling and inflammation um so it has it has so many incredibly divide like diverse uses Mm -hmm. um um, another one that uh i think is is really should be a standard for people is celestite Ah, and that's because again it's got massive you know spiritual properties Mm -hmm. and capabilities but it's also the best thing for a headache like celestite will take away most regular headaches in under five minutes it's also excellent for inflammation especially digestive inflammation Ah, and so many people are having digestive issues now Um, it really helps to bring down um, inflammation and the heat, you know, right, right. Um, of digestive issues. Um, I've seen incredible things happen with celestite and fibroids. Hmm. Um, um, so, yeah, I would definitely recommend a celestite okay. as okay. another one. I got a very important question yes, for you. Sir. Someone very close to me recently uh, broke uh, or fractured a, a hip bone and is, mm-hmm. had to have an operation with pins put in and everything. Mm. For something like that, where someone has an operation and, and they're still recovering from it, what would you recommend? I would recommend, definitely recommend hematite. Oh, hematite. hematite and malachite because they oh. accelerate uh, the healing process. Okay. Um, also, perhaps red jasper for that same reason, especially okay. if there's tissue healing that's right, happening. Right. Um, and then I would recommend um, selenite, you know, selenite, for the pain. Of course. Um, and possibly also celestite as well. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I don't have is the red jasper. I have to write that down. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, you've been doing this for a while now. I'm mm-hmm. just curious. You must have some like incredible stories of just some amazing healing that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, using crystals. Can can you give us just uh, one, uh, you know, one or two examples of just some extreme cases? And I know like not everything is so extreme, but I always like to like show give people an idea of like how powerful it can be so so do you have like one like just really like oh my god type story of, of crystal healing with someone you've done uh i've got a few okay. so I'll, I'll pick one out of the hat um there was one woman who's had um um a lot of trouble with cysts on her ovaries and ah. cysts bursting and everything else and they her doctors wanted her to go in for a fairly um intensive invasive surgery to uh-huh. try and 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 deal with it right. um and and heal it and she 
she was very resistant to that. So she started coming to me and they had told her that the cysts that she had could never get smaller. Um, but she saw me uh, consistently for a couple of months doing work, you know, all over work for other things, but then working mm-hmm. also specifically on that. And then mm-hmm. when she went in for, you know, her scan a couple of months later, they were amazed that her cysts had had shrunk oh, wow. um, significantly. Which, so. What crystals did you use for that? Oh, I have a friend. It's so funny because I have a he- friend who's a healer and an angel communicator in Ohio mm-hmm. who's supposed to come here and do workshop and stuff, but the the exact same thing. Like uh, they yeah, said, yeah, found yeah. a bunch of cysts. So mm-hmm. just so I can say to her, Candy, you need to get some of this. Okay, so if I remember correctly, there was definitely malachite. Malachite. Um, okay. I think again, I used the hematite. Mm-hmm. Um, there was celestite. And I'm I'm trying to remember what the last one is. I might have used Sujolite. Sujolite. Which one? What yeah, Sujolite yeah. look like? Um, it's like a, a dark purple, kind of like a dark, ah, kind of okay. muddy purple. It can range to like a brighter pink, but okay. the the ones I work with generally are, are like a dark, kind of muddy purple. Gotcha. I actually wrote about that in my book. That's ah, one of the case okay. studies in 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 my book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful. So I can recommend her that. Yeah. Watch it. She can look it up, and the, whatever crystals I use specifically are written there. Mm. Yeah, because I kept notes. Ooh, got another friend on the Facebook live stream. Welcome, Francine. Francine, another angel communicator. Um, have you had any like big surprises that that like you've used crystals for something that like you thought, ah, oh, this will never work, and then it like transformed something amazing? Uh, yeah, I, I I maintain that a lot of the the work that I do, the mm-hmm. things that I do, were kind of mm-hmm. discovered accidentally because ah. I was trying to figure other things out. And right. certainly, that's a, a celestite story. I had uh, sprained my hand very badly, my right hand. And when mm-hmm. you're working full time as a hands on healer yeah. and you're carrying rocks <laughs> around New York City, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, and so I, uh, uh, for whatever reason one night just just fell asleep holding celestite in my right hand and mm-hmm. i woke up and and this was you know because when you read about celestite in books it's always all about its spiritual properties right, where they don't right. talk about its physical healing properties yeah yeah um, um and this was how i discovered it i woke up the next morning and i was like oh my god my hand is so much better like mm-hmm. it's so much better and then the fall i slept with it again holding the celestite and the following day my hand was like 99 percent wow. better and was like like completely healed within three days and it was a really bad sprain and I grew up an athlete so I know a bad sprain will take at least three weeks to heal right and I was really worried about it it was healed in three days wow Wow. yeah yeah and so that's how I discovered and then I started working with celestite for physical healing and that's when I started to find it's how it helped with inflammation how it helped with you know uh other things so yeah yeah great Great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Okay. uh, Time for us to take another break. When we Mm -hmm. come back, maybe we can talk about um, how people can get started using crystals, like like how someone can just, you know, their first kind of step forward, what's good ways to start and some good references. Okay. All right. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Yeah. 
welcome back. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we're talking this hour with Reverend Krista Mitchell, a crystal whisperer and healer. And here is her new book that just came out, Change Your Energy. Um, there you get a nice cover. Okay, and there's Krista. Amazing how that works. See, <laughs> magic. Um, uh, um, so before we get to, to, to starting people off, um, so you use crystal healing for like all different kinds, crystals for all different kinds of healing. So we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about uh, physical stuff like uh, mm-hmm. sel- selenite, celestite. Are there any other crystals that, that kind of like people usually talk about in terms of other things that are good for physical healing? Um, well, selenite definitely, as I mentioned. Um, rose quartz is amazing for mm-hmm. shoulder tension. Ah, okay. Yeah, rose quartz is amazing for shoulder tension. Um, hematite is really great for nausea. Ah, you know, holding okay. it for that's like actually my thing when I'm coming down on the plane. Mm-hmm. I've got to hold on to that ah. hematite. Um, other spiritual crystals that are really good for. Um, healing or other crystals in general that aren't talked about. Um, I also found that uh, chrysocolla is actually really great. Yeah, chrysocolla is great for inflammation. Uh Um, It's also really great for the adrenals. Um, Uh I did a lot of like, you know, as I said, I had most people Mm -hmm. came in to see me were for physical or emotional, right? Healing. So a lot of times, you know, you get people with tapped adrenals from their high stress level. And I found a combination of um, aquamarine, ocean jasper and chrysocolla really helped uh, start to replenish the wow. the adrenal system. Okay. So yeah. And and what about for uh, you said you also use crystals for emotional healing. What, what's good for emotional healing with crystals? Or is it well, it, you know, it it depends, depends so on much what, on what you're dealing with. Yeah, right? it depends on so much. Like even in terms of crystals for anxiety, there's so many different mm-hmm. kinds of anxiety and reasons for anxiety. You know, right, right, right. so it so it all really depends on um, what you're experiencing. Okay. What about depression? Um, depression, my key combination for that is citrine and amethyst. Citrine and amethyst. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, trauma. Uh, trauma. Again, it depends on, on what it is, but I definitely have worked with clients who were recovering from trauma, from violent crime, uh-huh. um, and also from uh, sexual abuse or mm-hmm. sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So for trauma from violent crime, um, I would usually, I work with my eyes closed, so I'm sorry I have to no, close no, my no. eyes, but okay. um, 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 for violent uh Trauma from violent crime, there was usually manganocalcite, which was a soft, gentle kind of recovery crystal, mm-hmm. a crystal of acceptance. Um, there was also uh, amethyst in terms of um, negative self talk, you know, shame, uh, uh, blame, uh-huh. um, and also to help them deal with their anger because anger, mm-hmm. being able to express the anger is such an important uh-huh. part of that process. Yeah. You know, I would have people who would come in and would want to jump straight to, well, I want to have compassion and forgiveness. And I'm like, you need to deal with the anger, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, first. And that's totally okay. So, so um, which one for anger? Um, amethyst. Amethyst. Oh. Yeah, to help. Yeah, okay. because because you want to be able to work through anger in a way that is healthy, yes. right? You don't want to be yes. walking down the street punching people. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but at the same time, you've got to get it out because yeah. your anger is all anger is always valid, right? Yeah. There's always a reason for anger. Right. So, right. Uh, so amethyst for that, I could definitely uh, uh, add in sujolite there in terms of Sujolite. deep mm-hmm. um, emotional healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, rhodochrosite oh, is also yes. really great. Okay, for that trauma and for that mm-hmm. healing. Um, so I would work with crystals like that, sometimes aquamarine for courage if they mm-hmm. need to speak out about things, right, right. and address things. Hematite if they mm-hmm. need the fortitude, mm-hmm. you know, to go through what they're dealing what with. What about for so. self-confidence? Um, self-confidence, um, you know, it again sort of comes down to like, if you look at that more deeply, you know, does someone need more experience at something? Mm. Does someone need more Mm self-worth? You know, what is actually abating their self-confidence? But a general uh, recommendation I would make for that would definitely be citrine, Citrine, um, sunstone, you know, is, is another one. Yeah. Sunstone is really great for, um, 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 boundaries for speaking out for Mm -hmm. yourself, Mm -hmm. for your quality. Um, Amazonite for really honoring your truth. Uh, Um, you know, and the, and the truth of, of your feelings. And then also again, either rose quartz, right. Mm -hmm. For feeling better about yourself. Um, or, um, what's the other one? Green aventurine. 
you know, especially, yeah, especially for people who are big time givers and never allow themselves to receive. Green venturing is amazing for helping Mm -hmm. to shift that balance. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there was one more that kind of floated in front of my vision for self. Oh, um, uh, chrysoprase. What's chrysoprase? Chrysoprase is this beautiful uh, green, like leaf green Ah. um, crystal. And there was a time actually, especially when I was coming into my own spiritually Uh and starting to do my spiritual work, I felt very Uh insecure. Ah. I would literally tape chrysoprase over my solar plexus underneath my shirt and just walk around with that there all day to help me come into my own more. So You must have like a huge room filled with crystals. I do. And I have a huge brain filled with crystals too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, okay. So now the, the question I, uh, I was thinking about before, somebody's listening to this interview that they, they, they like crystals. They don't really know that much. What would you recommend to have? How someone could get started in in sort of learning about crystals for themselves. That's why I wrote my book. Ah, okay. The That's book. why I wrote my book. Yeah, the I book. wrote my book because. Remember the book. Yes, uh, because so many people kept asking me. You know, have you written a book? Is there a book mm-hmm. out there? Can you recommend a book to help teach me? You know how to work with crystals. And there definitely are some books out there, but I wanted to write one based on my experience of working right, with people day right, in and day right, out, right. real life stuff. You know, um, and making it accessible. So, right. um, in the book the first the first part is all about you know the the basics on how to work with them how mm-hmm. to integrate them into your life how to care for them and so on um mm. but you know I, I so i would definitely recommend my book and what i would also recommend is you know there's a certain matter uh, a certain amount of trust that you need in terms of working with crystals. And I don't mean in terms of trusting them Mm -hmm. to work, right? I mean in terms of trusting yourself, Mm, trusting your intuition, trusting what you're drawn to, trusting what you're feeling. Yeah, you know, um, I'm really trusting because we're, you know, we're in a society where we, you know, we do kind of develop dependencies on, you know, authoritative figures outside of us, whether it's our doctors Uh, or, you know, our lawyers, our teachers, our parents, whoever to tell us, know how things should be or what we should be doing or our health etc etc we don't um I think put into practice enough really listening to ourselves and trusting ourselves so you know you can walk into a crystal store and see what you're drawn to and then open up a book and see what it's about and I'm 99.9% sure you will have picked the exact thing (laughs) that you need you know and and the easiest way to work with crystals is to wear them on you Hmm. you know on a daily basis or if you have larger pieces to have them in areas you know where you're nearby regularly so that their energy can affect Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where do you get your crystals? Do you usually go to crystal stores? Do you go to gem shows? I go to gem shows. Ah, me too. Me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, one of my happiest moments of my life was when uh, after we'd gotten the wellness center and, and I have a resale certificate and then I went to a, a, a gem show that comes around here in New York like mm-hmm. once every six months mm-hmm. and I was able to like use the resale certificate to get into the dealer's room and then I could get stuff at 50% off. Yes. I was like, and not only that, but now they were all uh, a business expense too. So I'm like, yeah. oh my God, this is great. Yeah, yeah. It's like my girlfriend's about clothes. Never pay yeah. retail, honey. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Wonderful. Um... Uh, oh, um, I wanted to ask you about um, Herkimer. Herkimer yes. Diamonds. Mm-hmm. What do you use them for? Oh, well, I I like to do mystical work with Herkimer Dimer, ah. Diamonds. So that's that's a big one for me, uh, especially, and I, I'll use it on people for their third eye chakras mm-hmm. if they need more activation, if they mm-hmm. need more chi flowing mm-hmm. to that chakra, okay, to really open up the third eye and mm-hmm. increase the psychic senses. Mm-hmm. Herkimer Diamonds are also amazing for dream work. So if you either have one under your pillow or, you know, nearby and then hold it in the morning to like remember more of your dreams, to extract more meaning from your dreams. And then also just recently I recommended a Herkimer Diamond uh, to a friend of mine who's this like incredible body talk practitioner who um, she she downloads uh, uh, energies, you know, she downloads energies and messages and stuff like that. But she was like certain energies, you know, they come through and they pass. Like, how can I contain them? Mm. And I was like. 
like mm. hold a Herkimer diamond in mm-hmm. your dominant hand while those energies, those feelings, whatever are coming down and it will, they'll, um, it will take on and it will hold that energy for you. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I have a couple of, of nice Herkimer diamonds at home, so mm-hmm. I just love working with them. Um, now, clear quartz is like a great uh, amplifier and, yes. and, and general one. What do you use uh, clear quartz for? I use um, clear quartz sparingly. Oh, really? And only with intention. Um, ah. And, you know, I speak from my experience, mm-hmm, so I'm not mm-hmm. speaking gospel, but my experience with clear quartz, it's an amplifier and it's a magnifier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not going to discern what it's amplifying or magnifying. So it will ah. amplify and magnify all your good feelings mm-hmm. and it will amplify and magnify all your crap feelings, mm-hmm. right? So if you are hyper, if you're tense, if you're really anxious, it can make you more so. Mm-hmm. It can spread the growth of an infection it can increase the uh, the accelerate the growth of a tumor right Uh, um it also can be incredible if you're using it in psychic work you know mm -hmm. psychic surgery work Mm -hmm. so it's really important to work with clear quartz with very specific intention because i see a lot of people out there walking around all the time Mm -hmm. with clear quartz because they're told it's the master healer and you know whatever else but it's like unless you're using it with specific intention and channeling the energies you really want through it so that it will direct those energies you're basically magnifying whatever's going on with you in the moment gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. now i've heard a lot of different people have different ways of uh, cleaning crystals mm-hmm. w- what do you usually do i put them on selenite put them on selenite yeah. yeah i put them on selenite or i'll put them in lightly salted water under the full moon uh, um, and those are generally the two ways when i had my office down in midtown i had a massive bowl of organic uncooked brown rice and i would bury them in oh. there at night before i left and then when i came in the next day while i was setting up my space and getting ready for the day i'd then put them all out on selenite to charge them and they were always super super people always comment on how powerful my uh, crystals are and they're like how do you get them so powerful because i clean and charge them regularly beautiful beautiful Mm -hmm. um have you ever heard of this one someone told me this one once and it works really really well but i find very few people have heard of it putting them in your freezer yes overnight yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, um, I, I recommend that to people, especially if they've got like jewelry, you know, and they don't uh, want to mess up the jewelry or, or whatever else. But yeah, you can absolutely put crystals in the freezer. And, and yeah. I have done that. I have done that with some who are that, that are like really fragile, uh, let's say, you know, I'll, I'll put them in there. So yeah, you, you can definitely do that. Right, right. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, what do you use Azurite for? Third eye opening. Uh, Um, third eye burnout, you know, if the third eye is excessive, like it's really great for psychics, especially who are using their third eye all the time. They find azurite very therapeutic, Mm. you know, if it starts to get really kind of, because when a a third eye chakra is excessive, it can start to feel almost like it's blocked because, you know, it's burnt out. There's too much energy flowing through, but it's also, I call it the Steve Jobs crystal because (laughs) it's like, it's, it's, it's a think outside the box. It's a think outside. It really expands your thinking, your creativity creativity as well as your psychic abilities gotcha, yeah gotcha okay one last one before we go to break celestial celestial yes. quartz yeah one of my absolute favorites i work with that all the time yeah, yeah i work with that all the time you know it's great for grounding light energy in our experience mm-hmm. so for someone who you know really wants to work through something heal something especially if it's karmic mm-hmm. if someone's feeling stuck if someone's feeling really down it helps to bring more light energy into your body and into your mm-hmm. experience it helps also to shake off you know degree and, and debris and crap that might you know be uh, sitting on you and and helps with that it just kind of expands who you are you right, know as yeah. a person energetically so someone told me once it's like a transducer yeah you know it that's a good way to s- put it step down the energy because sometimes like when i'm working with people the, the energies can run really really high mm-hmm. and i sometimes use the celestial as if they're not capable of holding the energies yep. that much it helps to kind of step it down so them hold it okay mm-hmm. wonderful believe it or not it's time for us to take our last break of the okay. hour when we come back um uh, a couple of more uh, uh, questions on different crystals i have for you and we'll let people know how to find your book okay okay great wonderful so everybody please Please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Krista Mitchell, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, my guest this hour has been Reverend Krista Mitchell, uh, crystal healer extraordinaire and author of the book, <laughs> Change Your Energy, all about using crystals. Here's a picture of a go-getter. It. It's a great book. Um, ooh, welcome, L- Laurel. Oh, Laurel is another great crystal healer listening in, my friend Stephen. Um, a question I have for you because I've picked up some crystals now and then that are are called reconstituted crystals. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're typically quartz kinds of crystals with maybe some other uh, minerals in them that ended up get melted down and then reformed. How do you feel with reconstituted crystals? Do you not like them? Are they okay? You know what? I I haven't worked with them uh, at all, okay. so I I can't I can't really speak to them. I mean, I there's there's growing concern. I get the question a lot. How do you know that you're buying like a bona fide, real, natural crystal? And it's right. like you know we humans love to play with yeah, nature and make it better, don't yeah. we? Um, um. So I personally, my preference is to work with whatever came out of the earth, however mm-hmm. it did. But I certainly have you know um um some beautiful crystals that I work with, like some of the the aura crystals mm-hmm. you know the yeah, quartz that have aura, been yeah, yeah aqua aura and angel aura that have mm-hmm. been exposed to metallic vapors they're actually really powerful and yeah, really beautiful yeah. crystals to work with so you know as i said i prefer to work with things coming out of nature but the bottom line is whatever helps you right go for it right. use it that's that's the main that's the main thing you cool, know cool mm-hmm. do you have certain crystals just for yourself that you work with for yourself on a daily basis oh yeah uh, w- oh w- yeah. G- yeah give us an idea uh well uh, for instance right now while i'm in the city mm-hmm. um i'm definitely work you know every day i'm wearing like a, a spirit quartz and i'm ah, also sleeping with that at night yeah, yeah yeah just to help keep my aura strong keep it clear mm-hmm. keep me connected to spirit um, and then I also have a couple crystals that are actually keeping me connected to the nature mm. vibration because that's why I moved out of the city to begin with, you know, to be more right. in nature because that's where I really feel my right. uh, power. Um, and then, you know, I've been tired. So I've been working with like shivalingam or rutilated ah. quartz just to like build up my energy and sustain me. And then in my I've been doing private sessions as well as you know, teaching some classes and doing some book signings and stuff. So I've been wearing Merlinite uh, to keep me extra super psychic. Ah, I see, I see. <laughs> Do you ever work with tectites? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tektite uh, was such a beautiful healer, you know, especially for me as I was building my practice, there can be so much money fear, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are experiencing money fear. Tektite really helps you manage money fear, you know? Yeah, it's it's really, it helps Ah, to lift you up out of that concern and manage it better. Mm -hmm. You know, it's also a very high, high vibration, you know, crystal, right? But but that's actually, I opened up Tektite's record, Akashic Ah. record, and that's actually part of its purpose is to help lift humanity out of so much of its fear ah, which i thought was beautiful wonderful yeah i got a um, a nice little tectite that I, I use now and then mm-hmm. um how do you feel about moldavite 
Oh, I love Moldavite. Uh, but you know, it's another one of those you've got to work with judiciously because yeah, it's kind of like yeah. getting up on, you know, that big scary roller coaster. Once it starts going up, you can't get off, mm. right? And so it's the same thing with Moldavite. It's very powerful transformational energy. And yeah. I always recommend to people to work with a smaller piece because I've uh, definitely had cases where people were working with big pieces and it was too intense and, oh, really? you know, things were happening too rapidly and all of a sudden they're seeing strange things out of the uh, corner of their eyes and not sleeping and feeling nervous. Oh, Jesus, and like Moldavite's so expensive to get a big piece. That's a lot Well, because of it's, yeah, it's, it's running out, right? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're running out. So. I, I found a, a small piece. It's, it's, it's kind of like in a, uh, a half conical shape mm-hmm. um, at, a, at a gem store for like 50 bucks. And mm-hmm. I went to my friend Laurel, who's, who's listening in, and I, uh, she made a necklace uh, for me with it where she also put in some tanzanite and danberite, like a small wow. piece of tanzanite and danberite and, mm-hmm. and threaded it together. And so usually, I wear, I'm not wearing it today, usually I wear that one whenever I'm doing interviews. Oh, wow. I want to make sure I have that extra connection. Yeah, I have a grounding stone on you too. Otherwise, uh, you might float right up to the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, a wonderful stone I personally use for grounding. I don't know if you've used it. Um, Saphalite. Saphalite. Yeah. You, Interesting. That one on the shelf there in the back. Okay. It's, mm-hmm. it's a combination of like ruby and hematite. That'll and do it. sulfur and a few other things. A yeah. friend of mine, I saw it once in a, in a gem show. I didn't know what it was and I picked it up. I was like, hmm, this feels really interesting. And I was like, my friend James was there who knows a ton about crystal. I'm like, James, what's this? And he goes, oh, that's saphalite. That's great. It's wonderful for grounding. It's great for athletes and this and that. Mm-hmm. And what I find is now... When I finish doing a session with somebody, because normally they're like, woo, way out there. Yeah. I have them hold on to it. And it's pretty heavy. So I have them hold on to it in their lap for a couple of minutes to help bring them back into their mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. 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 Um, any warnings for people about working with crystals? What to be careful of? What not to do? Yeah, I mean, you you can, you know, you can do harm with crystals, right? Mm. Like a lot of people talk about how you can never do harm with Reiki, which, you know, I believe of the Reiki energy, right? Not necessarily the human energy, but the Reiki energy. Um, But with crystals, yeah, you you can, you can do harm. You know, you can throw yourself out of balance. And, you Mm. know, I had talked about quartz earlier and what what it can do. So, you know, again, it comes back to that thing of really trusting yourself, Mm. trusting what you're experiencing, trusting what you're feeling. If something doesn't feel right, Mm. It probably isn't. Right. If something isn't feeling good, then it's a matter of looking at, okay, is this bringing up stuff that I need to look at? Right. Or is this having a negative impact on me and I need to put it on the side. Um, And I've certainly had that experience like with malachite way back in the day. Uh, You know, when I was guinea pigging with my friend, she put malachite on me without telling me what it did. And for like three days afterwards, I was despondent. (laughs) I was crying. uh, I was releasing. I was like, I feel terrible. What did you do to me? Oh, it's the malachite. You know, it brings things up really quickly so uh, that, you know, you can experience them and release them. And I was like, well, I wasn't ready for that. Right. So um, I do feel that it's important. You know, you feel drawn to a crystal you know, you want to work with it, definitely read, you know, in a book, you know, the books are all about what other people have experienced about crystals. You know, there's no black and white kind of, as I said, you know, written in stone, no pun intended (laughs) gospel, but you know, at least read what, you know, other people have experienced. So you have an idea of what you might experience and then also trust what you're experiencing. And there there are some crystals that people refer to as record keepers. Right. Mm -hmm. What do they mean by that? Uh, what they mean by that is that there is data or information that's been stored in that crystal. So kind of mm-hmm. how I mentioned earlier about my friend with the Herkimer diamond that it will hang on to and, and store certain vibrations that she's right, interested in working right. with later. Um, they can also record and store uh, data and information and messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So we talked to, you talked before about, you know, we mentioned jewelry and stuff. Lots of people like to wear crystals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Are there certain crystals that you would recommend people not wear, you know, yeah. not turn into jewelry? Yeah. And, and that would be the really high vibration crystals. So mm-hmm. like selenite, mm-hmm. um, scolocyte, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, um, um, certainly damberite, you know, can uh, be, be another one. Absolutely. Yeah. Damberite's like a rocket ship, right? Yeah. Like it just sends you <laughs> right up there. 
there. Small piece, by the way. Yeah, it doesn't need to be big. Right. right, um, right. Um, but but you know, if you are going to wear those, please make sure you're balancing them out with some pretty solid grounding stones like smoky mm. quartz, right? Mm. Or or you know, ruby or jet, because the thing is, if you're really ungrounded, you're walking out there on the street, you're not paying attention to what's going on around you. Mm. You know, you can you can step in front of a bus, you can forget right. to deposit your paycheck, you know, whatever it is. Like you, if you're not in your body, then you're vulnerable. So um, um, that's that's what I would recommend. And also be mindful of wearing crystals that can bring a lot up to the surface. You know, it's right. great in a therapy session or if you're journaling, but if you're out for dinner with your mother-in-law, that's not the time to have a meltdown, right? right? right. So yeah, exactly. uh, that would be my recommendation. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, so Krista, if people want to learn more about you and get in touch with you, how can they find you? Well, they can go to my website, mm-hmm. which is Krista-Mitchell.com, you okay. know, or email and, me at and Krista. You spell Krista with a K. Yeah, K-R-I-S-T-A dash M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L dot com or Krista right. at Krista-Mitchell.com if they want to email me. Right. You know, and you can find me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, um, and then also, you know, check out my book. Yeah, your new book. Yes, my new book, my first book, energy, my baby. First book. Where can people find it? <laughs> uh, they can find it online at Amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles, okay, Urban Outfitters. Urban the, Outfitters. Yeah, That's great. They, How did you get into Urban Outfitters? Uh, I, I, you know, my editor, I guess, ah. met with a sales rep, and the sales rep loved the book. So, Wonderful. so they've got it in the store, and then they've also got it online. You can get it at, at most Barnes and Nobles, or uh, you know, a lot of metaphysical shops as well. All right. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, Krista, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, for taking the time while you're here in New York to come into the studio and do it. It's been a pleasure having you here. It's been wonderful here. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, folks. So before we finish up, just a couple of announcements. Um, for those of you who have still not heard, I, I've started a new group called the Conscious Business Collective, trying to help uh, support and, and bring together people and create a community all around being about being more conscious in business. You can find out about that group on our meetup site, which is meetup.com slash conscious dash biz, B-I-Z dash collective, or just go to meetup.com and just do search for conscious business collective. Um, also, in case you're wondering, I am starting to do some more group work. Uh, I have a little bit more time in the center available to me right now. So please go to um, my other meetup group, which is more around healing the New Earth Society uh, for some of my uh, more um, uh, spiritual and healing kind of work. So it's meetup.com slash New Earth Society or just do, do a search on Meetup for New Earth Society. Thank you all so much for listening and for watching on the Facebook live stream and we will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. 
Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 